Okay, so maybe the title of this episode was a little bit of clickbait, but it's true. I want to share with you a few of the things that I started doing that gave me the freedom to eat whatever I want and still reach my fitness goals. I talked to so many women who are wanting to feel better, wanting to lose weight or wanting to run a 5K or have fitness goals. And they think that they have to be on some sort of strict diet or they can never have alcohol or chips or chocolate ever again. And I just want you to know that that doesn't have to be the way it is. Welcome to Confident as Fuck, a podcast for moms who want to feel less alone in the shit show of motherhood. I'll share stories, conversations, and real-life advice from moms just like you. We'll tackle the hard things. Think of it as a vent session with your bestie over coffee. But more than that, I want this to be a place you can come for inspiration, motivation, and a little kick in the ass to help you on your way to living your full potential. Moms are people too. So get ready for a no BS approach to help you embrace and love yourself as you become your most confident self. If you're a mom who wants more, Buckle up, sister. Let's do this. Okay, so you want to get into shape. So exercise more and eat less, right? Okay, no. I fell for that for a very long time. And I want you to know that it doesn't have to be like that. It can be way more fun, way more fulfilling, and so much simpler than you're making it. Because if you're anything like me, you definitely overcomplicate things and you overthink things. So it probably ends up with you taking no action at all because you get so overwhelmed and then you're just like, screw it, I'm going back to what I was doing. I want to invite you to apply for my Fit AF Bootcamp. Listen, it doesn't have to suck. Whether you're wanting to just feel better and gain some energy, whether you have physical fitness goals and you want to lose some weight or run a 5K or just be able to get up off the floor after playing with your kids and not hurt. I have the community, the resources, and the energy to help you get there. It will simplify things. It's zero brain power required. We give you the best tools with workouts and nutrition and most of all mindset because it's not just about what you do. It's about how you think about what you do. And I'm here for all of it. I will be your biggest cheerleader. I'll give you a pat on the back and a kick in the ass when you need it to help you reach your goals, whatever they are. So check out the link in my show notes or the link in my bio over on Instagram at Shannon Rachel Taylor to apply for Fit AF. Listen, I get this struggle 1,000%. You have these fitness goals and you see all these things and it's just been dug into our brain that you eat less, you move more, you lose weight, you get happy, right? It's such a mind fuck. 
I cannot even stand it anymore. <laughs> and even though I have a really hard time with it now, I can totally empathize with you if you've been stuck in that or if you have this like all or nothing mindset. When it comes to food and fitness, I've been there. I've done the whole day's worth of food in 100 calorie packs, the lean cuisines, the counting calories right down to the tic-tac that I ate, the adding in calories because I walked another thousand steps. It's kind of ridiculous how caught up we can get in this whole cycle and this need to look a certain way or be a certain weight or eat a certain way. And if we're not doing it this way, then we're wrong. And not to mention, there are a million conflicting opinions about everything out there. You can find something to support your opinion on the internet somewhere. You can go and find somewhere that says the earth is flat and that I don't know, the sky is purple and green. And you could find places that tell you that these things are true and give you proof and tell you why it's the best thing. And the same goes for certain, you know, diets or workouts and ways to be your healthiest. And this is the only way to be fit. And all of this bullshit, <laughs> to be completely honest. So, I wanted to share a few of the things that really helped me get out of the mindset of one, feeling like I had to be any certain way to be valuable or worthy, two, to get out of the toxic relationship that I had with food that was 100% self-inflicted, and then three, how to actually still make progress in my fitness goals because I feel like there's you have to like be one of two camps. You have to be like in diet culture or you have to be anti-diet culture. And I think that we need to meet in the middle with a lot of things. Everything feels really black and white these days. And I feel like we need to meet in the middle a little bit, have empathy for each other and what we're all going through and know that we're all doing our best with what we have. And when we know better, we can do better and feel better and it's about learning. It's about test driving things. It's about being open to ideas and ways of thinking and ways of living that maybe we weren't necessarily open to before. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with having fitness goals. Or if you have a weight loss goal, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think we can get super caught up in how to do that and why we're doing it. So, okay, spoiler alert, this isn't totally, maybe a bit of a, I don't know, what do they call it, like a catfish moment where, like the title of this episode, how I eat what I want and still reach my fitness goals, okay, yes, it's true, but it's not really about the food, it's about knowing what you want. And kind of separating those two. And instead of focusing just on the food, focus on you and what you want. What are your goals? Are your goals to lose weight? Well, okay, if that's your goal, why do you want to lose weight? If your goal is to maintain or maybe it's to gain weight and gain muscle, why? Why are you even wanting this? 
this is the number one step that I help women with in any of my coaching programs is getting clear on what you want. And then kind of the next baby step to that is figuring out what it's going to take to get what you want. And then figuring out what you're willing to do or not do to get what you want. And sometimes what you want changes because you actually think about and take some time to figure out what it's actually going to take. What am I going to have to do? What is that going to look like on a day-to-day basis? What are the actions I'll have to take? The new habits I'll have to create? What am I going to have to give up? Am I willing to do that? Or am I not willing to do that? And figuring out what it is you actually want. Because so many times we just get caught up in doing what everyone else is doing, what society tells us is acceptable, um, looking like this, following the latest fad, and just doing all of that without really thinking. I want you to like just sit with yourself for a second and figure out what it is that you want. Once you figure that out, things can become a lot clearer as far as what you need to do to get there. And it starts to feel a little bit more effortless and you feel a little bit more of that, you know, quote, motivation. I think motivation is is waning and it's not what we should be depending on in order to reach our goals. But a little bit of motivation to get us started, to start gaining that momentum can be really helpful in kind of getting our feet off the ground and getting going toward our goals. The second thing, we need to stop looking at food as good and bad. It's bad for you. It's good for you. Oh, I was bad because I ate this. Oh, I was really good today, so I'm going to go out and be bad, or I deserve this. Like, you don't deserve anything. You don't need to earn your food. You're not a good or bad person based on what you eat. Shut it down. Cut it out. Please tell me if you get that reference, 30-something-year-olds. <laughs> uh, you can see me doing the hand gestures right now. It is not good or bad. You are not good or bad. My belief is that food lives on a spectrum. You have on one end the foods that are helping you move toward your goals. You have the foods that are, you know, nourishing your body, giving you higher quality nutrition, that are helping you feel your best, giving you energy. And as a consequence of eating more of those foods, you are more likely to reach your fitness goals. If your fitness goals are to maybe get stronger or run a 5K or lose the weight or get a six pack or just feel better and run around with your kids, get up off the floor without hurting yourself. These types of foods are going to get you there faster and you're going to feel better on your way there. As you move toward the other end of the spectrum, you have the foods that aren't necessarily going to move you forward toward your goals. These are, you know, the treats and the things that don't have as much nutritional value and are purely for enjoyment. Um, And for me, I decided that because of what I wanted and how I wanted to feel, that these foods are going to be the exception, not the rule. And so this brings me kind of to my next point is that I gave myself permission to eat anything I want. And that's kind of where the title came in because I took 
all rules off the table except what I decided. So any other societal external rules, I removed them. I gave myself permission to eat whatever I want. I took the pressure off to eat any certain way. I just said, I can eat literally whatever I want because you can too. There's no one holding a gun to your head saying, don't eat that. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. These are all self-imposed pressures and restrictions that we put on ourselves. Am I saying this is easy? No fucking way. Because we've been so cultured. And if you're anything like me, I feel like these things have been just ingrained in me for so long that it is really hard to let go of. And I still have moments where these pangs of guilt come in when I'm enjoying a brownie a la mode or a chocolate chip cookie that I just baked with my kids. And there's this quick little thought that mean girl in my head that chimes in is like, you shouldn't be eating that. You shouldn't be eating that. You're going to have to run that off later. Or how many burpees you're going to have to do to burn those calories off or how many calories are in this. And it takes, it takes a lot to be able to shut her up and say, I'm eating this because I want to. And just because I'm eating this doesn't mean I have to go work out right after. doesn't mean I have to burn anything off. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person or that I'm being bad because I'm enjoying a fucking cookie. Don't take the joy out of food. I know there's a, I think there's a whole spectrum of emotional eating as well. I think that anything done to the extreme can be dangerous for our mindsets and for our physical bodies. But we can meet in the middle and we can enjoy food with friends and family and and get joy out of food, out of preparing it, out of eating it. If we're really experiencing it, like are you shoving it in your face and not even tasting it? Or are you really enjoying the experience and the smells and the textures and paying attention to your body and how you're feeling and really letting yourself being satisfied with the food that you're eating and putting intentional choices on the table and in your lunchbox and thinking about things from a future you and really putting some thought and intentionality behind what you're eating. This is where we get out of autopilot and I we're so on the go, hustle all the time, trying to just get things as fast as we can that we forget to slow down, put some intention behind our decisions and just think, period. So start thinking about how am I going to feel if I eat this? Yeah. Do I want this? Maybe the first like instinct reaction is, oh my God, I want some chips or I need some chocolate. I'm going to go buy a candy bar. Okay. Slow down a second. Do you really need this? Do you want it? Those are two very different things. And why? Why do you need feel it the need or the want for this specific thing? Is it an emotional thing? Are you trying to numb something out? Is it stress? Is it purely that you're enjoying? Is it a habit that you've gotten into that you just find yourself automatically reaching for the chips when you get home or when you sit down in front of the TV to kind of decompress at night. Like, what are those habits? Are those things that you want to continue? 
are the way is the way that they are making you feel ways that you want to feel. And then you get to make that decision intentionally with some thought behind it and knowing that, yes, this is my decision 100%. As you start to make these decisions, you become so much more confident in them. It's not a matter of you just did it because you're supposed to or someone told you to or just it was that knee-jerk reaction. It is so intentional and it builds so much internal confidence in yourself that you can trust yourself, that you know that you have your best intent and that you are making the decisions for your best self in the future, not just what you want right now. Also, a little bonus because I've been chatting with um, a few of you and I chat with a lot of women. And it always comes up, uh, especially once they get started in my boot camps and they're starting to develop these habits that are better serving their physical, mental, emotional health. And they don't see the change that they want on the scale. And it's kind of inevitable, you know, once a week, once every couple of weeks. And I try to really foster this environment of whole health and what are the small wins that's not just the scale, the non-scale victories. Um, but it can be hard to let go of that tool and that measurement as something that defines us and as our worth. And sometimes you feel like you're doing all the things right and you're not seeing a difference on the scale, which can be, you know, it's a measurement. It can be a measurement of the actions that we're taking. However, it's one data point. And if I were to ask you, if you are bitching and you're like, I've been doing this and I've been doing this and for however long and I'm still not seeing the scale move and I'm pissed and frustrated and I might as well just go back, I want you to think about this and answer this question. If God were to open the sky right now and look down on you and say, you will never lose another ounce of weight. You will never, ever step on a scale again. You will never know what you weigh. It's never going to happen again until the day that you die. You will not know what you weigh. Would you continue doing these things? Would you still do it? Are the other things worth it enough to you? to continue to fuel your body well, to move it, to consume positivity, to surround yourself with people who lift you up? Are the consequences of those things enough for you to continue doing them? Or is the only thing that you truly care about the scale? Tell me what your priorities are. Because no one's tombstone says, Shannon Taylor, 1986 to 2058, uh, weighed 160 pounds on the date of her death. Like, no one fucking cares. That might feel harsh, but I'm telling you, no one fucking cares what your scale says. There are so many other ways that we can measure our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health. Start focusing on those. Is Can the scale be a tool? Of course it can, but it can't be the only tool that we use to measure our worthiness or our health or 
anything else for that matter. There are so many other ways that we can um, measure and uh, gauge our success and our health by that do not include a number that tells us how much gravity is putting on us. Okay? Okay. Here are your takeaways. Number one, it's not really about the food. It's about figuring out what you actually want and basing your decisions off of that. Number two, take the pressure off. Think about what and why you are truly making certain foods off limits or on limits. Is it due to an actual allergy or intolerance or a true liking of the food? Take some time to think about why you're eating something before you give it any certain label. Give yourself permission to eat whatever you want. When you make certain things off limits, you tend to want them even more. Number three, your worth does not depend on what you eat. You are not good or bad based on the kind of food you consume. And food lives on a spectrum and you are control of you are in control of what kinds of foods you eat and how much of them you eat. Bonus the scale. Fuck it. <laughs> if you had no way to weigh yourself for the rest of your life, would you continue doing what you're doing? And what other ways could you measure your health and progress? So listen, fitness is about more than workouts and calories in, calories out. Of course, you can see progress with sheer motivation and discipline, and there is that scientific physiological aspect to it. But if you want lifelong, sustainable results that feel effortless and don't leave you pissed off at the fact that you don't allow yourself certain foods or that you didn't close all the rings on your watch today, you have to work on the mindset and the why behind all the effort. Ultimately, it's up to you and what your goals are that should dictate and guide your decisions. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me. If any part of this episode had you aggressively nodding your head saying, me too, or gave you a different perspective or just helped you feel a little less alone, I would love it if you left a review or shared it with your best mom friends. Screenshot and tag me on Instagram so we can connect and I can support you. We need to get this message out so that more mothers like you know their worth outside of changing diapers and the school pickup line. It's time we reclaim the confidence inside of us, messy bun and all, and show our children and the world what we're capable of.